Hey guys, my name is Sagan and I'm an addict. Hey, what's up? I'm Sam and I'm an addict. And welcome back to Recovery on the Real. What's up, guys? Man, it's been a long time, guys. God, it's been a minute. It's been like two months. Oh, shut up. I swear to God, I just checked it because I saw the login for, <laughs> for my account. So, Man. yeah, it's been like two months. Um, I've been busy, though. I have been busy, but yeah. I've also been struggling with my mental illness quite um, a bit, too. Same. You know? <laughs> so, so same. So we've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. Um, you know, I'm getting ready to start school in a couple of weeks, full time. Proud uh, of you, though. Thank you. Thank you. University, man. Um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't fucking terrified because right. the anxiety is eating away at yeah. me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, what's that movie with Adam Sandler where he goes back to school and he's like really old? Hep, not Happy Gilmore. You know which one I'm talking I do, about? I do, Billy I do. Madison. Yes. <laughs> That's, I, oh, I'm, no. I'm fucking Billy Madison. <laughs> like, no, no. What am I supposed to do with all this? I don't know. But, uh, hey, it's, you know, better late than never. So Absolutely. And I think that's one of the coolest things about being in recovery and being this far in recovery, you know? Absolutely. Like, we get to see people constantly go back and do the things that we never did. Yeah. Like, uh, so many of my friends are going back and either getting their degrees, furthering their educations, yep. uh, getting credentials and things that they didn't have before for their jobs. Mm-hmm. It's just so amazing to me to watch people pick up where they left off and thrive, Yeah. you know? No, absolutely, and it's just... These things would not be possible if we did not stay clean. Absolutely. You know I mean? There's no way in hell that that I could do any of this if I was still using. That just it wasn't an yeah. option for me at the time, you know. But as long as we stay clean, literally anything's possible. No matter how bad your day is, no matter what you're going through, as long as you don't put dope on it, like you're gonna be okay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, any of the problems I faced in the past month, I have literally sat down and laughed about and been like, man, if I was high, this would be 10 times fucking worse. 100%. 100%. And that was the other thing, too. I was yeah. thinking about that this morning, you know, because when I drive, that's kind of like my meditation time. Yeah. So my my thoughts tend to just kind of like wander out, out there. And um, I just started thinking about something that I had freaked out about right as I was getting clean mm-hmm. or right before that, right? And I just thought, that was not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did that come from? All the time, I'll freak out, and then I'll sit back and reflect. And I'm like, nothing was that serious, nope. Sam. <laughs> nope. Not a single step should have been that serious. No, nope, not at all. I don't know. It's crazy to me, though, because, I mean, I'm I'm seeing people that I used with getting clean mm-hmm. in the program. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, one of them, she's a... She works in recovery now. Okay. And so, and it just, I mean, this is going to sound awful. She was one of the worst ones I had ever seen. Like, I, if there was ever one that I was like, I don't ever think she's going to get clean, Mm -hmm. it was this one. And it's just blown me away. Yeah. It's just blown me away the fact that you can go from such deprivation, degradation, to, like, being a human being again. Mm -hmm. With feelings. Absolutely. And responsibilities and shit, you know? And that's one thing I... People get confused all the time or, you know, wonder about just because you get clean doesn't mean life gets perfect. Oh, absolutely not. I am firm on the fact that we are clean and not perfect. I be fucking up every single day, right. but I am not high. I saw this thing the other day and it was just like, uh, I can't do push-ups, but fuck-ups all day. <laughs> Listen, I stay struggling. <laughs> it's fine. But that's the thing. Like, a year ago... Yourself a year ago yeah. would never picture where you're at right oh, now, absolutely. right? Yeah, like I, 
What? <laughs> there was this meme I saw the other day. <laughs> this better be good. This better be good. Said, I swear on my life. And then it said me. I've seen your life. Swear on something else. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, that's so relatable today still. But it I'm is. not high. And I do have solutions. Yes, I might cause most of my problems. But <laughs> I am aware, and at some point I'll pull a solution out of my ass, or I will call someone else who can help me with exactly. a solution. Call so- I mean, and that's the beautiful thing about the fellowship is that whatever you're going through, somebody else has been through. Yeah, yeah, and for so sure. And so you always have a point of reference for somebody to give you some guidance. Oh, absolutely. There is not a single thing we are ever going to encounter in our recovery that someone else hasn't been through. Exactly. And if no one else has been through it yet... Then, wow, look at you. You're now an example for someone else. Exactly. And you have as much guidance that can possibly be given to you Mm -hmm. without having actually gone through it themselves. So it's just, it's a pretty amazing uh, situation. You know, I've I've kind of backed out a little bit of the meetings. I haven't been going as often and, you know. Yeah, I've switched home groups lately too. Yeah. So uh, that's been definitely weird. I feel like we're in this kind of weird transition, Mm -hmm. you know, area where, because how long do you have clean? In, uh, 21 months. Okay, so approximately <laughs> 21 months for Sam. I've got um, a little over 16 months. So I feel like when you get to, when you get over a year, that's when the monotony kind of sets in, mm-hmm. right? And you have to keep your recovery exciting and you yeah. have to keep it fresh. And that's just not um, where I've been at. And so... Yeah. I haven't been worried or anything um, because the drug side of it hasn't been an issue for me, thank mm-hmm. God. Um, but my mental illness has been kicking yep. my ass. Oh, uh, being, I'm going to say being a, as soon as I hit past a year clean, uh, it made me realize that drugs weren't the problem for me. Yeah. I stay a problem no matter where I am or I know, what I'm right. doing. <laughs> I will fuck up every inch of my <laughs> life, and I will be weird. Weird as shit. It was not the drugs. <laughs> it, it was me. It is me. <laughs> the drugs are just a symptom. <laughs> um, the problem is me. <laughs> for real, though. I mean, and, it, and it's amazing through the step-working process how you start to see your yeah. character defects, right? Yep. And the things in your patterns and your behavior yep. and... You know, the thing about it is that once you're made aware of it, it is then your responsibility to do something about it. Yes. Because I know people that act out dumb, 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 dumb. And they're 100% aware of it, but they literally do nothing to change it. And I'm like, how, like, that's what recovery is all about is constantly evolving and changing for the better. See, character defects is... One of my favorite conversations about recovery. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, there, there's you a love million... character defects. <laughs> I am a defect. <laughs> I stay defected. <laughs> no, I, I love uh, the different angles you could take the conversation. Yeah. Uh, part of the things that I love about character defects is like how cool it is to have them. Yeah. Uh, I know that's like a, a broad statement that can sound weird. You need to elaborate on that. <laughs> like, we went through some of us decades in active addiction mm-hmm. where we felt no fear, no, no fear, <laughs> no fear, none, no fear, <laughs> no enjoyment, yeah. no surprise, no anguish, no pain. I mean, maybe there was pain, but like not happy, weren't sad. You know, we stayed numb. We yeah. stayed numb for so long. Yep. And, like, now that we're clean, 
we feel a full range of human emotions, and with those emotions come character defects. Right. You know, I it's my opinion that every single character defect can be brought down to an emotion. 100%. Um, and so, like, yes, we do have negative things about us. Yes, we do need to be made aware of them. Yes, we do need to actively try to change them. But you'll never not have defects. Oh, yeah. They're and never like, going away. Yeah. And also, it's the basic human experience yeah. to behave like this. Yeah. Like, of course you're going to get jealous. Of course you're going to get upset. You're going to get angry. You're going to get scared. You're going to get fearful. And you'll act out accordingly to these emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how cool is it that we get to do that again? You know, like we went so long not being human. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that we do get to live our lives as a full human today is pretty cool to me. The other part that I think is so interesting is that, yes, of course, we get to feel those emotions today, but we don't have to get stuck in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like before I would get angry at somebody and I would stay angry for days. Yep. And not speak to them for days. And now I might have a resentment against somebody, but I'm able to process those feelings and understand, like, get to the bottom of why yeah. I feel that way. You know what I mean? And, like, there was an incident that happened um, a couple of months ago, and I was I got really angry about the situation, and then I think it was Swish. Swisher was just like, "What are you? What's really going on? Like, why mm-hmm. are you really angry?" He'd be a good one too that he, does that. He, he will does. call my shit out so quick. I'm he like, "Listen here, motherfucker! <laughs> How dare you hold me accountable to my actions?" No. And I just looked at him and I went, "He was like, what? So what's really going on?" And I just went. I'm afraid. <laughs> Fear. I'm trying to stay ill, sir. <laughs> I fucking love him. It's easier to get angry than it is to feel it sadness is. or anger. Or yep. Not anger, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's it's easier to feel anger than any other emotion. Yep. At least for me. I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but for me, definitely. Anger used to be my one, number one yeah. emotion. Like, white hot rage. Mm-hmm. I'm just not like that anymore. I mean, I'm still a bitch. I'm still going to bitch. Let's just put that out there right now. Like, that's just, <laughs> I saw this video the other, sidetrack, where it said, I, when I die, I don't want anybody being like, she was so nice. Like, no, nah, I bitch from the moment I was born to the moment I died. <laughs> I was like, there I am. It's me. Hi. <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm the problem. It's me. Stupid. <laughs> 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 but you've got a lot of things possibly brewing too for your future are you feeling nervous about that is that something that you talk to your higher power about like uh man so honestly no (laughs) i should same you know uh you know i i stay struggling with the higher power concept yeah like i have a firm grasp on what my higher power is. Right. Though, am I willing every day to look at that? Right. The answer is no. You know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm clean, not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I do come from a very large background of religious trauma. And, like, even though, yes, today I do have an A, B, C, D answer for what my higher power is. And, you know, a, and as I grow in recovery, we throw extra letters in there. Yep. Some of those letters might have subdivision of numbers, mm-hmm. you know. It's forever evolving. Yeah. Uh, as it should stay. But uh, sometimes I do lose my willingness to grow. And I will catch myself reverting back to what was demanded upon me for what my religious set was uh, as a child. And so I... I find moments of getting convoluted with it and just becoming resentful. And then I'm like, whoa, 
I am a person today. I have right. my own thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. And I forget that I get to al be allowed to think for my own. Exactly. As crazy as that sounds. No, it's, it doesn't sound crazy at all. I mean, what it is is that you're triggered. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you're triggered, you immediately revert back to mm -hmm. your defense mechanism, yeah. you know, in survival mode. Absolutely. That's a good way to look at it. It is. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, there's been so many times where I've just, like, snapped right. I mean, like, I try to be mm -hmm. spiritual and shit, but, like, there's <laughs> been times where something happens and I snap right mm -hmm. back to who I used to be. And then... I, honest, I honestly get down on myself for that, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I should be further along than that. I shouldn't have to be doing this. But that's where they call it practicing the spiritual principles yep. because you're never going to master them, right? I think compassion is one of the hardest spiritual principles for me to get a hold of. It is. And I mean, not for other people. I will give someone till the ends of the earth to get something right or to have patience for them. Myself, on the other stance, I have no compassion for myself. I do one thing wrong. I think one thing wrong. I act one thing wrong. And I'm like, it's the end of the world. Might as well fucking hop on a fucking spaceship and move away. Like, this world is not for me. Well, <laughs> like, you're in luck because I'm hearing <laughs> spaceships are coming, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, like, I, you know, I am my favorite way of hearing you. I am terminally unique. You know, everything is about me 100% of the time. 100%. So if I do something wrong, all eyes are on me. It's like DEFCON 5, end of the world catastrophe. Right. But, like, if you were to do the same thing, I'd be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. Fuck it. Yeah, but a lot of that, and correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of that comes from your BPD. Oh, that too. I forget I'm mentally ill. <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> you just watched me spiral. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have been spiraling in the past month. I forgot I was mentally ill, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. I never forget. Oh, I stay forgot. <laughs> oh, no wonder. I literally, oh, my God. I'm having, like, light bulbs go off everywhere. I literally wake up, like hating my existence and, like, crying myself to sleep and, like, oh, my God, I've been going through it. I know. Oh, I'm just unwell. It's fine. Oh, my God, it'll pass. I, I had that conversation with my mom last night because when I drink water, like, I only drink, like, distilled water. Like, I haven't I, had water in, like, two months. See, that's one of your problems. Um, like, one of many. It's probably been, like, eight months. I know it has. I wasn't going to call you out on it, but since you did, since you did, uh, <clears throat> But yeah, she told me last night. She was like, "I just don't understand because I'm I'm a water snob. Like I yeah. don't drink all waters because a lot of them taste like dirt. And anybody that drinks water knows that's fucking true. I miss <clears throat> West Coast water and not just regular West Coast water. I miss like desert the river out of, like tap the, water. The creek. No, I miss desert <laughs> tap water. Like I, it's it's so weird to say out loud, but like the water here is flat, and I. I I don't like it. I don't like it. The water is very flat. Don't like it. Are you Stop done? looking at me like that. <laughs> I get it, though. But no, like, I'm very particular about my water. And so I'm sitting there talking to my mom. And I was like, I, don't, I just don't understand you. Like, you smoke cigarettes. <laughs> but then you want to drink this, like, fancy water. Yeah. And I'm like, y yes. Yeah. And she's like... That doesn't make any sense. Like what? And I just looked at her and said, "I'm mentally ill." What do you like? Of course, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't make any sense. <laughs> like I don't make sense to myself. I don't know what you want from me. Like I can't drink out of glasses. I have to drink out of a plastic cup. Anyone who drinks out of a glass glass is just 
I don't like it. I don't. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't, I don't know like what it. it is. And then like spoons and forks. I have a certain spoon and fork that I like to use. That's because we're autistic. Is that what it is? Yeah. I've been really wondering about that lately. Oh, I know you're autistic. I'm around <gasps> you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My brother tells me I'm on the spectrum all the time. <laughs> I don't know if autistic is like politically correct. I don't. I don't. I think it is. <sighs> No, I think it is. As a gay trans man, I stay politically incorrect, and I don't <laughs> you really do. Though. I know. <laughs> I don't know things. I'm more politically correct oh God, than you, you are. are. I, I try. <laughs> I do. try. You do. Like I'd be dumb. You know what? It's not dumb, and I can't even say I'm, I'm incultured or like I I learn things. I just be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You are on the spectrum. <laughs> I am on the spectrum. Yes. I am diagnosed on the spectrum. I need to get diagnosed. Yes, you do. Or not. You just live your life. Or just you deal do. with it, because that worked out really well it last time. It literally changed nothing for me <laughs> other than <laughs> a, Knowing? Loud, a loud label. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty just sure. Just pretend they're funny quirks. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. <laughs> like, pickles, I don't like sliced pickles. I will not eat a sliced pickle, but I'll what? eat a whole pickle. That's just weird. Okay, we're getting off topic here. <laughs> let's let's move away from the fact that I'm probably autistic. Okay, so for something I thought we could do today, we're gonna read little excerpts. Okay. Excerpts. 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 You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Little egg paragraphs. Yeah. Out of the Just for Today book. Let's hear it. Oh yeah, I was okay. We're just gonna keep it closed and open it. Yep. Random pickings. Okay, November 16th, Alone No More. Just for today, the friendship of other members of the fellowship is a life-sustaining gift. I will reach out for the friendship that's offered in the rooms and accept it. Wow, of course. That's funny. That is funny. We, yeah. It's funny because like, I stay struggling with that right now. Like, It's been a big thing in my life. Uh, currently, I have been ignoring my phone for like two weeks. Okay, so like a week ago. I reached out and was like, I'm fucking unwell. I'm going through it. I'm crazy. I'm going to do A, B, C, D. And then I disappeared all week this week. Right. And I've stayed unconnected, haven't reached out to people. Mm -hmm. People are messaging me, like, showing me love and affection and friendship and, like, support. And I'm just, I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that I'm mentally ill and I'm diving into my commitments because I'm like, okay, things need to change. Maybe it's my complaining that needs to change. And so I've just, like, doubled down and done everything I'm supposed to. But, like, I'm ignoring the friendships and support and all that. Right, yeah. And, like, it's important, you know? It is. Uh, one of the big things about us in recovery uh, is that we forget we're not alone. Oh, yeah. Like, we stayed alone. Mm-hmm. Like, even, even in a trap house full of people, we were alone. Because you couldn't trust anybody. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Couldn't even trust yourself. No. I'll, no. Fuck, I'll fucking do the dope and then hunt the whole goddamn house for it. <laughs> fucking my bitch ass did it. <laughs> Can't trust that hoe. <laughs> I be doing it and then forget I do oh it. Oh my, all the time. And then I'm oh, just that like. <laughs> we gonna fight. No. And then everyone's yelling at me like I fucking watch. I'm like, you blind. No, no, I stay dumb. <laughs> So, yeah, alone. It It's crazy the support that we have. And it's crazy the type of support we have now, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, so many people want to just see you thrive. And I had this conversation with someone the other day who was, like, shocked that they were getting support. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? All we want 
is you to be okay. Yeah. And if I can do something to help you get there, I'll fucking do it. As yeah. long as we see you actively trying yourself. Yeah. You know, because, like, we're not going to carry people anymore. No, of we course not. We carry the message, not the addict, 100%. you know. Uh, yep. It's a hard concept to understand, at least for me. Because uh, I've I been making 12-step calls, all, and I'd really try with those. Yeah, But at do. some point, you can't carry the addict anymore. They got to help themselves. They have Absolutely. to want it more than yep. you do. Yep. Yeah, you've said that a lot. Because you do you do 12 steps quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it gets to the point where they're leaning on you. Yeah, and I know, I, I don't even want to say the amount that I've done them, but, like, doing them is just hard. It is hard. It is hard. Because, like, you... Getting out of active addiction, you don't want to see people struggling in that light anymore. Yeah. And, like, for me, I had no idea about the program when I was in active addiction. Right. Until someone sat me down and was like, bruh, you need rehab. And I was like, why? I'm not an addict. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was the first time someone had ever told me I was an addict was, like, six months before I got clean. Mm -hmm. So I went my whole life without ever knowing about the rooms or the programs or sponsorship and step work. Or there was a different way of life. I had no fucking clue. And so if... I can help someone who is in my position. That's all I want to do. Right. But fuck, it's so hard. It is. It's really hard. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because the other night um, I was out with my mom. And, yeah, it was just me and my mom. Anyway, um, I ran into this kid and he was real fucking sweet. Like, really, really You sweet. told me about yes. this. Yeah. And he um, sitting there drinking a beer and we just kind of started talking and I told him, you know, uh, that I'm in the program, you know, I told him that I'm clean, you know, all this other stuff, and he's like, well, I went to rehab, you know, for alcohol, but, and he's, like, sitting there chugging a beer, and then we got into this conversation, and he was, like, probably 22 years old, and I just, I didn't know what to do, you know what I mean, because I just wanted to save him, and I started, when I, afterwards, I told my mom, and I was, I started crying, and I was like, he's just a kid, like, he's just a kid. He doesn't know what's going on. Like, he doesn't know that there's a different way to live. You know, he's never had, it seems, I'm not going to say for certain, but he's never had an example of what can be done, what yeah. can be accomplished. Now, I'm I'm very, very thankful and grateful for the fact that I have such a good foundation in this program that I was able to rattle off all the information that I had, right, about meetings and about mm-hmm. um, resources and about all this stuff. And, you know, he didn't tell me that he was using dope, but he told me he'd been up for a few days, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then at another point, he had mentioned that he shot up. So I, you know, it doesn't take much to put that together. And so I just reached in my purse, and I I gave him my Narcan that I had. And I said, listen, they're putting fentanyl on everything. I said, please just take this. I said, and hold on to it. Like, you know, you could save somebody else's life. Maybe somebody could save your life. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm a firm believer that every addict has the potential to be saved. Mm -hmm. It's just... In time or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know how many people had possibly even looked at us and been like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember, you know, now it's so weird when I walk into a store, like, nobody looks at me, right? Mm -hmm. Before. I still get looked at. Well, (laughs) that's because his head looks like an Easter egg. But that's totally different. Um, But when I walk into a store, I'm not being, like, followed or watched or what, you know what I mean? And I'm not being judged as a junkie mm-hmm. because I 100% looked like one before. You yeah. know, I acted like one. 
um, you know, those meth crazy uh, body movements and shit that we yeah. did. It took me a while to stop doing that. And um, now it's like I, I feel human again. And it's just, I just can't, I don't even know what to say. I'm so grateful. And I just feel incredibly um, blessed. I feel you know, incredibly um, lucky that I was one of the ones that got to get out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and potentially light the way for somebody else. Absolutely. And that was the thing about that conversation with that young man. You know, I just thought, I just planted the seed. And that's yeah. all you can do. I just planted the seed. Maybe hopefully the next time he goes to put a needle in his arm or he goes to put, you know, the pipe in his mouth or whatever, he thinks about that conversation with me. Yeah. You know? See, I spoke about that. Uh, I had a coworker who asked me to share my experience, strength, and hope for their one-year celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I shared about how, uh, you know, I, at the end of the day, we're seed planters, you know. Yeah. Uh, if all goes right, we'll never see the end result of what we've done. Mm -hmm. Because you know how long it takes someone from the first time they hear about it, the second time, the third time, you know. um, And if they'll ever be ready. If they'll ever be ready. But hopefully we planted that seed and one day that seed will grow. Yeah. And you know, like, I feel like here lately the only end result that we see is, you know, two weeks, a month, a few months later, we, we see the obituary. Yeah. And, like, that yeah. that's hard. So that, that's the result that we normally see. But, you know, best case scenario, we don't see the end result. Yeah. We just, you know, yeah, I mean, it's helped just, one day at least. A hundred percent. I mean, we did all that we could do. Yeah. And that's really it. I mean, shy of kidnapping them and putting the, locking, them in, locking them in a room, like, we can't do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> I have kicked in trap house doors. <laughs> so, like, I'm borderline done it, but, like, it was consensual. This is not a maybe. sexual experience <laughs> that we're talking about. I tried. My, my point is, is that you can't get somebody clean. Yeah. They I will to, ruin your high. Yeah, oh, well, that's true. <laughs> I'll make it real fucked yep, up for you. Yep. But um, at the end of the day, unless you want it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So just keep that in mind. All right, my turn. Let's see. All right, June 16th. Just for today, higher power grant me the wisdom to know the difference between what can be changed and what I must accept. Please help me gratefully accept the life I've been given. That's a good one, too. That is a good one. Yeah. um, I've been really... Acceptance was something I struggled with quite a bit. Because I... I stay struggling with it. I still do sometimes, but I I feel like I'm getting... Like, I have so much more peace when I have accepted a situation that I have no power over. And that's really what it comes down to is powerlessness Mm -hmm. and also giving it to your higher power and it being your higher power's will and not my own will because I can self-will myself like right down into a spiral. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I will like, and I just, I just want to, I don't even know how it goes, but, um, we had to pause to take a picture, (laughs) 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 but it's just, trying to stay out of self-will like this whole thing going on with school you know I'm so worried about it and I have so much anxiety and all this other shit and it's just like you know what's going to happen is going to happen and um, the only thing I can do is keep doing 
the next right thing. You know, and I'm really, I, because I know that I just said that I'm getting good at accepting shit, but I also future fuck the shit out of myself too. All the time. All the time. And I'm just like, well, if this doesn't happen, then that's going to happen in this. And then like, by the time I'm done, I'm 10 years down the road, you know, in my head and I'm paralyzed. Yep. I'm not doing anything. I'm not accomplishing anything. So for me right now, my biggest struggle is uh, giving things up to my higher power. Yeah. And I know there's a million different ways to interpret every single word in every single form. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know what I'm talking about for someone else. Right. But what it means to me in the moment uh, when you give something up to your higher power, for me it's not stressing about it until mm-hmm. it needs to happen. Right. Like, I will absolutely choke myself to death on something three days away. hmm You know, like, and actually, it might be something to worry about. But, uh, you know, not worrying about it and accepting that I cannot change it and just taking that, that stress off me for a moment, mm-hmm. letting myself be distracted with something else, because that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. You know, I am an absolute control freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that... I'm learning this about myself. It's something I'm actively trying to change sometimes. Right. (laughs) Uh, But letting go of that control and just giving it up to your higher power by not holding that stress every second of the day. Yeah. uh, It's hard. It is. Because we've went our whole lives not doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we're trying to break habits. And it's not even the fact that I feel like we did not do that. We just got high instead of freaking out. That's true. Absolutely. The second we stress, oh, fuck it. Like, we're going to get high about it. That's true. Yeah, it didn't matter what was going on. I was getting high. Absolutely. I got high, and then I wanted to get high again immediately. I'm like, it's been a bad day. Let's get high. Yep. It's sunny outside. Let's get high. (laughs) I just got paid. Let's get high. This is all we got left. Let's Let's get get high. high. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So, like, I guess that is a learned thing in recovery is Mm -hmm. stress and worries. Yeah. So... I feel like I'm having a revelation, like, as I talk about it. So, like, of course it seems so loud and deafening right now because it's something we didn't used to do. Right. Oh, my God, I guess that's why it's so important to give it up to your higher power. And that's why the steps are in the order that they're in. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like somebody thought about it before they ran it. (laughs) It's like somebody actually put some thought into this. Oh, no. Maybe they gave it up to their higher power. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what it is. So, August 22nd, contribution. My contribution makes a difference. I will offer a helping hand today. Nice. Ooh. We just talked about 12-stepping, too. We did. It, it, I feel like that's so much larger than 12-stepping at the same time. Yeah. Oh, no, it's... Yes. I'm trying to think. Am I a very helpful person? I can see you thinking. <laughs> I don't do it very You're often. Like, <laughs> I wish we had videos. <laughs> oh, no, you go. <laughs> I think you're 100% a helpful person. No, don't talk about me. You go about you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Well, um, I think that I... I'm good with words. Like, a lot of people, um, when they've reached out to me, like, I feel like I've helped them in some way. Um, The main thing that I do or try not to do is judge when somebody reaches out to me, right? Yeah. Depending on what the situation is, because I'm a judgy bitch. But, like... um, Let's flip the script. What? 
do you accept help from others? So I had this explained to me very, very early on in recovery. Mm-hmm. And it, like, completely rewired how I thought about accepting help. Right. So, uh, situation, this guy, uh, not homeless, has money, just probably a dirty person, you know, uh, scraggly clothes, normally my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Standing outside of a gas station, about to walk in, either finishing a cigarette, making a phone call, whatever. Right. A woman hand walks up. Tries to hand him a five dollar bill, and he's like, "Oh no, I, I don't, I don't want it." And she's like, "No, no, it's okay, take mm-hmm. it." And he's like, "No, I have money, it's fine." She walks away from the situation feeling worse about herself, and she's just questioning, like, "Oh my god, like, did, like, am I an asshole for trying to do something right, nice? Like, right. offended by it? Yeah. Any of those scenarios?" Um, he's at the end of the day, he did not need the help, but he hurt someone by refusing their help. Right. So like, no. The, the, in the situation, we're not always, like, accepting money from people, blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. like, we always have to be aware of how our actions affect others. But do you get what I mean, though? Yeah, no, I get what you're what you're saying. Um, as far as, like, accepting help, um, I feel like... Because maybe that was a moment from their higher power trying to help someone. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? I, um... I butchered that scenario. No, you didn't. I... I rarely reach out for help. You know what I mean? Oh, I suck at it. I stay sucking at it. Yeah, and when I do, it's usually my sponsor. Yeah. 99.9% of the time, I reach out to my sponsor, and I get what I need from her. Um, And I don't know if that's just my personality or what it is, but... My sponsor helps me help myself, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That's what a sponsor is supposed to do. Right, and... It's just really, it is important for, you know, for people and, you know, I guess, I say I guess myself, myself, <laughs> uh, to reach out if I need something. But I feel like I've been not wanting to reach out to everybody because I don't mm-hmm. believe that everybody should have access to you, right? Yeah. Because not everybody's intentions are going to be good. So I'm very choosy about the people that I spend my time with and that I talk to, Um so you're welcome. And, <laughs> and I just feel like um, if somebody offered me help, I probably would take it. I can't say for certain because I don't I just don't know. So I was uh, I saw an old acquaintance at a meeting the other day and I walked up to him after he gave me a big hug. And I was like, how are you? And he was like, not well. I was like. Reach out sometime. He said, I won't. I was like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> like, Thank you for the honesty. Probably didn't want to answer the phone. <laughs> so, like, neither of us wanted to be a part of it, but he was honest. And not to say I don't mind answering the phone. I always do. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, sometimes our spoons are full. Yeah. Our spoons? You never heard that term? No. Oh, my God. It's like my favorite mental health term. Okay, so, say... I'm going through it, and I need to vent. I'll right. call one of my friends, and I'll say, hey, are your spoons full? And they're like, yes, my spoons are full. Or they're like, no, my spoon's not full today. Go ahead. Because, like, you know, like you, you dip your spoon in soup, and you only get it halfway full. Say, say you want to add some more soup. Soup is stress. So you want to add some more, like, stress venting to it. It's okay. My spoon's not full. Add more. Or, like, hey, my spoon's full today. If you add anything else to it, it's going to overflow. I feel like this would be like 
It's a mental health term, okay. not a drug term. Get no, out of I, it. No, I wasn't saying that. I'm, I'm, my thought process is why not just use a bowl? It's a spoon. But why not? I don't know. Bowl? It's always been a spoon. Or a cup. It's a spoon. It's a spoon. My okay. spoons are full. I just don't get it, but okay, that's fine. Next. Okay, March 24th, letting go of the past. I will pack my bags and move out of my past into a present filled with hope. Ooh, that's good, too. It is good. Okay, so I feel like I'm doing a lot better with this kind of subject matter. Um, It's hard. It is hard. Wanting to be hopeful is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, we went so long, and everything's always bad. I hate myself. I hate my, my space. I hate what I'm going through. And so one of the hardest lessons in recovery is that it's okay to be okay. Yeah. You know? Like, we're not always going to go through some big tumultuous activity. Right. Like, okay, I'm on. I'm, I'm going through it today. Am I going through it today? It's just like a little anthill. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to ride that roller coaster <laughs> the whole fucking way. And to be, like, accepting that it's okay and that I do have hope that I'm going to go through it. Right. It's hard. Yeah. So that is something good to be aware about constantly that I probably should be more aware of constantly. Yeah, it's, um, it's, you know, when I, when I first got into recovery and they told me that, you know, when you first get clean, a bunch of good things happen fast. Yeah. And then once you get some time under your belt, good things still happen, but they're not, they're fewer <laughs> and far between. It's like everything is a good thing when you're newly clean, your first five days clean, and you're like, oh my God, that was a lottery. Because it's just not like depravity, death, desperation, and just bam, 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 bam. So, like, it's, you're right. <laughs> But <laughs> as you get some clean time and you're like, okay, this is just life. This is just normal. <laughs> this is what everybody else has been doing this whole yeah, time. Yeah. Nobody fucking told me. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, um, I feel like today I do have hope. Yeah. Because I'm, I've seen how far I've come, mm-hmm. right? And I've seen the things that I've over uh, overcome. I've seen the things that I've accomplished. I see the relationships that I've built. I've seen the relationships yeah. that I've repaired. Um you know, I never in a million years thought that I would get the trust back from my parents, my family. Yep. Never. I thought it was done. I was done for. But now it's like my family is stronger than, than we were before, you know, all of this happened. And um, what? Shut up. No. I just forget that other people Oh, my parents. God. I was literally going to say that. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm happy for you. I don't let this take away. I'm happy for you. It's just so people with it's families weird. is so weird. <laughs> I'm like, God, you have love and support. How fucking strange. <laughs> I hate you. No, I love. I you. knew exactly I what you were thinking. You. No. <laughs> no, it, it sounds insensitive now. <laughs> it doesn't. sound I insensitive. don't want to take away from how awesome it is because, like, that it's such a beautiful aspect of recovery. People getting their families back. How fucking cool. For y'all. <laughs> I'm just a little bitter. I don't have a family. It's fine. I love that for you. <laughs> it's fine. I'm over here on Solo Mountain. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna die alone. Okay. Oh, I opened it on my birthday. Nice. March 14th, relationships. We're not reading this. Let's hear it. 
Just for today, I will inventory the part I play in my relationships. I will seek to play a richer, more responsible part of those relationships. Don't fucking laugh at me as I'm reading. That was heavy stuff. You were laughing and that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Actively should be more responsible. And that You bit. should be more responsible? Responsible. Oh, I was like <laughs> <laughs> I should be more responsible. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? No, that, that was good, though. Um, <sighs> God, responsibility's hard. It is. You know, because it's something that just comes with recovery. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like I'm at a point right now where I've gotten so much responsibility that I don't actively think about it anymore. And right. it's an easy thing to overlook, misuse, mm-hmm. put your, you know, your responsibility in other places on accident, mm-hmm. you know? Prioritizing, uh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, i um, I act like I'm so overwhelmed. I am so overwhelmed. You have a lot going on. I, it feels like that. But also, I'm like, I have work. I have my recovery house. And I have my personal life. I'm like, those are three things. But if you break all three things down, it's There's like a lot. all yeah. day long. Like, yeah. I leave for work at 5 in the morning-ish, and then I get home at, like, anywhere from, like, 8 to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, like, actually, yes, it is a lot. Um, do I act like it's a... Every catastrophe in the situation, yes. <laughs> I was like thinking you were gonna say no. I, I don't know why I thought that. I stay unwell, but I'm aware. Like, do I overreact to situations and just catastrophize? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> like damn, I'm, I read that one wrong. I, I do try though. After it happens, I'm like, okay, we're just done well. <laughs> and I don't know. It's probably the mentality of me being going through it lately. Uh, which, you know, my mental health doesn't make situations any kind of fucking easier. No, not at all. Because I don't let myself accept that I'm mentally unwell. Right. I just treat it like I'm less than because of it rather than it's just something I, to a degree, can't control. Yeah. But do just need to accept. Um no, I, yeah. I, I agree with you with that because, you know, I've absolutely accepted the fact that I'm mentally ill, but I also really get down on myself yeah. for it. Like, why am I like this? Yeah. Why can't I just be fucking normal? Like, yeah. why can't I react to a situation? <laughs> like a normal Like a normal person. person. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> like, I not just have a good fucking day. <laughs> like, I swear, if I get too happy, my body instantly will transfer those emotions bad. Yeah. It's like I can only go up so high, so, like, now we're here, we're going to crash now. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, that could be part of a trauma response also. That's true. Because anytime anything really good has ever happened, it's always usually followed by something really bad. Yeah. One of my favorite things about that that I heard, uh, my sponsor said that my grand sponsor had told him it, uh, is when you're, like, catastrophizing and you're waiting on that shoe to drop, let it. Yeah. Let it drop. If you're if if you're so scared that shoe's gonna drop, sit back and let it. Because what's gonna happen? The bad thing's gonna happen. Oh no, it's a bad thing happening. Mm-hmm. But also, thank God we have enough recovery today to handle that situation yep. and face what's happening. Or we can lean on others who have faced similar situations and we'll get through it clean no matter what. Yeah. But still, knowing that, do I freak out at every fucking situation? Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 it's true though I am clean not perfect <laughs> can only try to be better 
tomorrow than I was the day before. Uh, 100%. 100%. Okay, let's see. We'll do one more. Oh, wait. I was, like, flipping through. June 2nd. Sick okay. and tired. Fucking sick. Just for today. No matter what prevents me from living a full, happy life, I know the program can help me change a step at a time. I need not be afraid of the 12 steps. So I have my ass firmly planted on step eight right now. Okay. Um, I started it, but now I'm in the, the part where I have to make a, a list, you know, of all the, pe- all the persons that I've harmed and are willing to make amends to. And, um, you know... All I ever heard was, oh, step four is so awful, step four is so awful. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And it but, fucking but sucked. <laughs> exactly, <wait. laughs> exactly. And I'm like, that fucking sucked because step four is easier because I was able to be angry at somebody else, mm-hmm. right? I was able to tra- to um, to project that anger at somebody other than myself. Mm-hmm. But now this is all about me, what I have done, what I need to take responsibility yep. for. And I don't, I'm just stuck on it like I just I am so um terrified to see in black and white what I have done man the first amends I ever made uh I called my grandma who raised me Uh, oh yeah I thanked her for everything she had done in my life and I apologized or not apologized I acknowledged that what I put them through was not okay, and I thanked them for loving me through it no matter what. And she called me an abomination and asked me to never contact her again. I remember that, yeah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, that's not how this goes, grandmother. <laughs> you need to calm down, granny. I know. Like, I, was, I, I hung up the I was like, oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Goodbye. Yeah. What do you do with that information? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I apologized for being a person and hung up. <laughs> Called my sponsor and was just like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> like this, this wasn't sunshines. There were no goddamn rainbows. And I didn't see a single fucking unicorn on this ride. <laughs> like, I am mad. This was not a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pissed. At all. <laughs> and uh, I felt bad because my sponsor felt really, really bad for how it happened, being my first admins. And, you yeah. know, we sat down and realize like you know my ability to make amends to my family is just like never gonna happen right i underplayed the trauma a little bit yeah i I had to realize like okay maybe i just like don't get to do those because you know part of the do no harm anymore is not harming yourself right so like continuing to make amends to my family at some degree would absolutely be harming myself yeah because i I can't hear that about myself anymore (laughs) like i stay suicidal (laughs) i cannot be in those situations yeah i don't blame you uh i i just can't address those things and that's okay but what i can do to make a living amends to myself is Mm -hmm. no longer put myself in situations like that to be harmed right so like amends to my family never going to do those right. and that's okay but what I did realize was the step work is that became willing to make amends right. is written down right and yes at the end of the day I am willing to make those amends I have already tried to make started that journey to make them mm-hmm. so like my willingness is all my higher power and my step work asks of me right so like if I am unable to do so I've had to accept that that's going to have to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just letting those things go and never putting myself in situations to be treated like that again. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And and honestly, that's that's all just, it's 
fucking heartbreaking, yeah. right? And the fact that you're talking about there are certain traumas you didn't realize were traumas. Yeah. That happened to me, too, you know? And I remember talking to this guy I went to rehab with up in California, and he... Um, I described the situation to him, and I'm, like, joking and laughing about it, whatever. And he, he's looking at me with eyes wide, and he's like, that's a trauma. And I'm like, no, it's not. And he was just like, yes, that is. That's fucking, that's awful. Yep, and I was like, yep. oh. I was like, damn, okay. No, I get it. Like, Okay. <laughs> I've been in speaker meetings where I'm sharing, and I'm, like, cracking up at this horrific event that's happened to me. And I look in the audience, and everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, y'all, calm down. That was a Wednesday. <laughs> like, that ain't even, we ain't even hit the weekend yet. Like, if I'm not worried about it, you shouldn't be worried about it. It's I'm, fine. I'm standing here, aren't I? <laughs> like, I'm right here. <laughs> Why are you so offended? I went through it. <laughs> like, God. You can't be offended for me. <laughs> I know. Uh, but, yeah, no, that, that shit's fucking true, man. And it just, um, I'm going to not lie because I was literally about to be like, I will go home and work on my step eight. But you know what? Probably not. Probably not. But I'm going to think about working on it. Willingness. Willingness. That's all we can ask for. I mean, we can ask for answers and you to actually put in the effort. But willingness is key. (laughs) I need to get it done before school starts. I know that much because I don't want that stress. So. Yeah, man, I ran through. All 12 steps in a, in a year. I went through all 12 steps in a year. And then my second time around, I spent four and a half months on step one. I think I spent three months, three and a half-ish months on step two. I've spent a few months on step three. I, I can't even lie and say I'm breaking them down in more depth this time. It's laziness. But I'm aware of it. <laughs> Awareness. Awareness is key. That's the key word for today is awareness. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, and thanks for, you know, putting your foot up our ass about getting another episode done. I know. Everyone that's been asking us when the next episode is coming out, I'm sorry. Here you go. Here it is. (laughs) So hopefully we get back to recording, you know, kind of um, regularly. regularly. Um, But until then, um, if you need anything, please reach out to both of us. Absolutely. Um, And we love you guys. And just remember, you never have to use again, no matter what. No matter what. Bye. Okay, bye.